And now, broadcasting live from an island of freedom in a sea of technocratic nonsense, it's the Bell Howard Show. And now, here's your host, Bell Howard. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Bell Howard Show. Swim ashore this island of freedom in a sea of technocratic nonsense. And yes, it's all nonsense, folks. The sooner you realize that, the freer you will be. Day 14. Now, I think it's day 14. How long have we been here, Wes? Day 14, two weeks. That's right. Two weeks on our um, little island of freedom, on our oil rig of sanity. That's right. I got myself an oil rig. And um, I started this experiment. I, You know, I wanted to get away uh, because, well, to tell you the truth, I thought Trump would win and then all hell would break loose. The riots would really, uh, you know, heat up and... You know, I mean, riots, I mean, we've seen so far, we've just, that they, the ones we've seen so far have just been a dress rehearsal. I'm talking about the Red Guard coming out of hiding, the Bolsheviks and the Maoists coming out for full revolution. And you can't hide in a cheesecake factory, folks. They're going to be, they're going to find you. In fact, they're going to the cheesecake factory first. Which, I mean, you know, I mean, if you just threw on a, some cami fatigues and a, and a black bandana over your mouth and you kind of blend it in, you might get some free cheesecake. I thought things were going to go crazy. So I, I got out here with Wes, my cat Chelsea. Uh, Vera said she'll be joining me shortly. She's still at home. And... Um, So we've been sort of hunkering down here. So far, so good. Uh, It's not all fun and games here. Wes and I have never spent this much time together. So, you know, I mean, it's like any couple. We have our squabbles. You know, where did you put the mayonnaise? Or do you have to leave the door open every time? Or I can't fix you. You know, things like that. You know, the typical things that couples say. Anywho, uh, I had a revelation, though, the other day. Now, now we only have one toilet on this rig. Um, and that's going to change soon, though. We're getting one shipped out soon. But I go to use the John, and I open the door without knocking. My bad, sure. But what, what did I see our little Wesley doing on the toilet? Surfing the internet. I mean, I knew people used their phones while they took care of their business, but, but Wes, I didn't think you were one of them. How dare he say that? All right. Another thing, folks, Wes is experimenting with drops today. We've got some, we've got some killer drops uh, that, we're, that we're working on. 
and uh, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a preview of of um, you're gonna get some funny drops in there some some uh, some Trump some Biden uh, uh, like this one this one's a classic. Will you shut Who is up, man? Listen. No, I won't shut up, uh, Mr. Biden, Mr. President. Um. So so anyway. Let's get serious. Let's get serious. There's another. Uh, there, there's another classic. Let's get serious. Who said that, Wes? Woody Allen. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. You might want to research that one. I mean, I knew people used their phones while they took care of their business, but I didn't think you were one of them, Wes. What was that? You get the best Wi-Fi in there? Really? Okay. Anyway, it was a strange week. I don't want to look down my nose at, at, at anyone who, who, you know, uses their smart. I mean, you know, I guess it's the same thing as reading. I'm not a snob, but using your smartphone while you do your daily duties, that takes a special kind of animal, Wes. So, uh, anyway. I just think it's an embarrassment. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I I agree with uh, Mr. Biden there. And I hope you wash that thing when you're done. Do you? Folks, we have a lot to get to. Uh, we've got news, and then I'm going to talk to someone who wants to do the next billionaire, uh, be the next billionaire to get involved in American politics. Uh, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the excuse me, the Koch family recently passed on, and, and, and so there's a gap there of, uh, of a billionaire who's willing to uh, put his... Um, hands in the um, election process in the Amer- and in American politics. We're going to get to that. Also, the news segment is coming up soon, uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. I want to talk to you about a new sponsor to the show, Avalanche Data Safes, the best non-digital data solution in the world. Tired of being hacked? And having constant security leaks, Avalanche Data Safe's consultants will show you how to transfer all your data to paper. That's right. Did you know that more companies are switching back to paper? Just write down all your important information down or have one of Avalanche Data Management Scriveners do it for you. Then they take all those important papers and put them in a titanium pressure-sealed lockbox, the strongest in the world, according to Shaved Chimp Weekly. The future of data management is in the past. Don't get caught using an easily compromised server. Wes and I use this uh, for this for top-secret information, and you know we just write down any sens- sensitive information and tuck it away in the Avalanche data safe. You lock it up. It's a combination lock. You have to remember the passcode, though. Wes, you have it, right? Wes, maybe, maybe I have it. I think I'll uh, I'll check. I wrote it down and I I, I put it I put it in my wallet. That's where I keep all my passcodes. Um, gosh, where I used to keep all my passcodes. Write down a note to change that later. Anyway, folks, just go to Avalanche Data Safes today. Don't get caught with your digital pants down again. 
Well, folks, they're called the Koch brothers, uh, but they didn't invent the famous drink in the red can. They got their fortune first through oil and then through manufacturing. But their involvement in politics has always been newsworthy and anger-inducing, especially for people on the left. Uh, They were accused of spreading climate change denial by Greenpeace, for example. Even though they label themselves libertarians, their fingerprints can be found all over the GOP as they are mega-donors. But recently, Charles Koch has had a change of heart. In an article at uh, msn.com slash boy uh, dash did dash we dash screw dash up, Charles Koch says, Boy, did we screw up. The article goes on to say how the 85-year-old regrets finding funding divisiveness through his financial networks and wants to bridge the gap between left and right. Well, I got to stop right here and say when they say left and right, what they mean is left of center and right of center. I mean, these two parties just outside the inner lines of the Venn diagram, you know, that embarrassing part of the Venn diagram my friends laughed about, and I didn't really get it until much later. In other words, they're already pretty close. They're all centrists. They just wear different uniforms. The business elite from both parties pretty much belong to the same yacht club, folks, and and you're not invited. So the real divisiveness, the extremes that people have drifted to in the last four years is not going to be healed by a billionaire. Uh, In the article, it says, Charles Koch congratulated Biden and Harris on their victory. I mean, is this a surprise? It's all the same club, folks. That's what I'm saying. And this is not how a true libertarian society should function. This is trickle-down politics where a few Mr. and Mrs. Moneybags Uh, hang out at the top and let the money trickle down to certain politicians, pundits, talk show hosts, uh, book club leaders. And they say, they say, thank you very much, Mr. Moneybags. What agenda would you like to push? I mean, if it were me and Mr. Moneybags politics uh, aligned with mine, sure, we then we can do business. But that that hasn't happened yet. And I'm I'm trickle free. I got asked to speak at a at a Buchanan fundraiser about in about uh, ninety seven, and uh, they never invited me back. So I'm clean and untainted by the money slushing around out there uh, for the Democrat and Republican apparatchiks out there. They can't buy me. My show isn't a billboard for the highest bidder. So you better think twice before you try to pay this talk show ho- host off. Think twice. I mean, consider it. If our politics align, if we naturally line up ideologically, then it's a good match. By all means, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. But my door is closed and the buck stops there. The door is closed. It's not impossible. You know, uh, you could slip a note under the door that says, Bell, I'd like what you're doing. Uh Uh, Looking to sponsor here. Here are my credentials. You know, I will consider some people, not all. I will consider some of them. But if you think that you can just throw money at me, it it better align with my purpose. Okay, that was a little bit of a, a, a rant there.
Uh, let's get to our guest now. So recently, another libertarian billionaire reached out to me. Uh, well, actually, I should clarify, almost billionaire. In fact, he's he's only a millionaire worth nine figures, but he's looking to cross over and get that billion mark by raising his profile and getting involved in American politics. He's a member of a wealthy Austrian family, and their last name happens to be Pepsi. That's a she, not a, a C. So we don't get confused with the with the drink in the blue can. It turns out that we share a lot ideologically, so I thought, why not give him a platform and let him come on and, and talk about the causes that are near and dear to his heart? His name is Vilof Pepsi, an Austrian industrial clothing entrepreneurial maverick. He's designed stunning lines of durable yet sleek and, and dare I say, sexy clothes for construction workers, uh, the Marvel's line of workers' clothing and safety gear like hazmat suits, uh, welding masks, and also um, boots make a statement. His recent line of welder masks, the Ophelia Collection, were shown in Paris as part of Workers' Fashion Week, uh, where he won a Rosie Award for Best Women's Welder Wear. Uh, so without further ado, Vilof Pepsi, Mr. Pepsi, thank you uh, for coming on the show. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much. What do you think of the news that Charles Koch regrets his divisiveness and now he's looking to unite America? What What's that all about? Oh, yeah, I, I respected him more than when he was divisive. Look, some divisiveness is necessary uh, it is the weakness of the older generation, Coke politics, I think, have gone soft. It is time for a change. I think what my family will bring to politics is the choice of a new generation. By the way, how surprised were you when you found out that Coke brothers uh, didn't actually invent Coca-Cola? Not very. I knew their father sold his oil manufacturing technology in the Soviet Union. So uh, I think more is known about them here in Austria than in America. You don't even know the history of your own soft drink. I think that is that is comical. Why did you decide to get involved in American politics? You're all the way over there in, in Austria. Politics is something everyone in this part of the world wants to get into, but America is the real thing. I mean, if you want to be a movie star, do you want to be an Austrian movie star or a Hollywood movie star? So, I mean, I, I, many others see American politics as the ultimate playground where the prizes are so big. If you can get someone to put out your message, you can create favorable international uh, politics for your own country. And many countries, I won't name them, uh, they, are, they are rely on the hacking Okay, but I'm, I'm an honest man. I will just go for the social media and uh, create my own media company. And you're doing that, right? Yes, I, I created my own podcast network called New Noicast Media. It is not afraid of the conservative voices, especially we give the stage to the conservative comedians, of which there are many, I'm sure you know. Conservative comedy, as you know, is... is shooting into the stratosphere like SpaceX Dragon rocket, yeah? So, 
you are not specifically pushing any agenda. I mean, I mean, that's what they criticized the Koch brothers for. They said they were behind a well-funded climate change denial campaign. What about your own personal political beliefs? That is correct. I am not pushing any agenda. I think that people can make up their own minds if the correct information is presented to them. As far as my own beliefs, I believe the I believe in more liberty, less government. So I can say I am a classical liberal. I don't think the government uh, should be involved in anything. Where does that notion come from? I mean, you're from Europe. It's like a technocratic socialist paradise over there. Didn't they kind of figure out how to do the social democracy thing better than anyone else? Well, Bell, I am from Austria, and we are different. In fact, we pride ourselves in being the best that Europe has to offer. And the Americans, I think, agree. I have heard many people from your country refer to Austria as the Florida of Europe. Do we say that? Well, have you ever uh, have you heard of the Austrian School of Economics? I think so. Wasn't it a group of like-minded economists who preached laissez-faire capitalism? Uh, yes and no. There's an actual uh, brick-and-mortar Austrian School of Economics, and I went there. It was my elementary school. Wait a minute. Your elementary school was called the Austrian School of Economics? It wasn't just called the Austrian School of Economics. It was the Austrian School of Economics. Wow, a lot of smart kids running around on that playground, right? Yeah, the, instead of playing tag, we read the newspaper, and some children just sat in a corner and tried really hard to grow a mustache. But didn't the Frankfurt School, the, the boogeyman of the right, the, the nest where cultural Marxism was hatched, wasn't that in Austria too? Ah, the Frankfurter Schule. No, that was in Frankfurt. No, we had a school like the Frankfurt School down the street where all the cultural Marxist children went. All the boys were made to wear skirts, and only women were allowed to grow mustaches. It seems like philosophy and economics are very important to children of, of Austria. Oh, yes, there are a lot of deep-thinking children with enormous heads. They cannot lift them, so they walk around all day staring at their shoes, waiting for their neck muscles to catch up to their brains. So now you have your eyes set on America. What is the next step for you? What is the game plan here? Well, we have to stop Corona. I agree. I mean, stop the lies about Corona. I am looking for a media type, an influencer who shares my thinking, and we can maybe do the business. So, so what are the lies about corona? That it exists. I mean, they're saying that it's a real disease. I think this is nonsense. And we have the research from the Pepsi School of Science, and that conclusively shows that there is, in fact, no virus that our international pandemic is nothing more than a planned panic so that the technocrats can bring the world to its knees and make the economy in the image of their god, Karl Marx. So wait a second. So this research that you cite comes from the Pepsi School of Science? That's a school I assume you founded. Yes, of course, because no one is doing this kind of independent research. 
But don't you think that people will question these findings, especially being reported by someone like yourself who basically bought and paid for this research? I don't pay the scientists. They are children. I don't believe in child labor, unlike the communists. You you have children scientists studying a virus? With the help of the teachers, of course. There is a supervision, but ultimately the super smart Austrian children of my school will be credited with the discovery that this whole virus thing is a hoax. Well, I think I would hold off on uh, on that judgment for now. I mean, uh, are there other independent groups like yours coming to the same conclusion? I mean, there's something... There's something definitely out there that's infecting people. You're not saying there's absolutely no virus, right? I just want people to hear the other side of the coin. Well, all I need now is a voice to speak to the American people and spread the truth. And it goes without saying, this spreader of truth, or should I say my super spreader, because I think they are super, will be paid handsomely. I mean, with the money you could buy a new studio, or a car, or even an island, an island of freedom. Uh, yeah, an island of, wait, what? Oh, but but we have to wait for this this research to be fact-checked and peer-reviewed, don't we? I mean... That's that's how science works, right? You know, Bell, I am no conspiracy theorist, but I'm just a humble designer of women's workwear. But there's always been a core group of technocratic socialist Marxist pig dogs at the center of this push for science. Everything is science this and science that, and learn science or you will die. And they have put a gun to the head of the children and said, you will be a scientist or you will be a slave in the new world order. Well, what I'm saying is they have their science and we have ours. Yeah, there's, there's, there's different kinds of sciences, I guess. But, Vilaf, you said you make women's workwear. Why don't you join the fight against, the vi- against this virus and make masks? You could make a fortune. Ah, Belle, what is a mask but a muzzle for a dog, not a free man? I don't need more masks. I need a truth teller, a super spreader to be my business partner. And like I said, it would be a very lucrative partnership. Well, that 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 would be very lucrative. But I believe that science should be totally free from money. And uh, I know I preach the wonders of the free market just like a good any good Austrian child. But I think some things money can't influence. Vilof, I don't think I can take any Pepsi money. I, I, I have to turn you down. What are you talking about? You said you needed a, a, a super spreader to spread your message that, that coronavirus is fake. I... I, I can't do that until an unbiased group of scientists, professionals from all over the world, come to that conclusion. Oh, no. Oh, Belle, Belle. I wasn't trying to woo you or offer you a partnership. Oh, no. That is very funny. You are not a super spreader. No, I don't. You don't have the audience size I'm looking for. I want someone from the intellectual dark web on the YouTube. 
Oh, well, good. I don't need, you know, I have a, I, I have an oil rig and a, I have my own thing going on here. So, you know, I don't need that sort of thing. I've got a oil rig and a private email server. So I have my own nation. So I'm truly free. And I bet you don't learn that in an Austrian elementary school of economics. No, no, that's nice. Good for you. Wunderbar. All right, Vilof, thank you for coming on. Vilof Pepsi, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, look for the latest Pepsi project, Corona Denial, coming soon to your favorite alt-right YouTube star channels soon. All right, Vilof, thank you so much. Avida Zane. Goodbye, Bell. See you soon. What was that? I just think it's an embarrassment. Well, folks, that's our show today. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, just like Johnny Carson said, it's some there's some weird, wild stuff out there. And um, I'm just here to help you navigate through it, folks. So join us again next time. Uh, same place, same time, where we're going to get into some more shenanigans and some more malarkey as uh as biden would say what was that west turn up that drop a second was that trump i'm not gonna take any chances i guarantee i guarantee it too we're gonna have fun next time remember folks uh follow me on twitter and uh be sure to subscribe and like me on YouTube and um, and just like me because um, because that's all this is all about. It's just about me being liked. And um, so thanks, folks, for joining us. Remember, stay safe, stay sane, and stay free. God bless our little micronation. Bye now. Chances, I'll give it, I guarantee.